Hi, I'm Christina. And I'm Stephanie, and welcome to the Confidence Creators Podcast. We are real women with real stories that will uplift and inspire you. Each week, you will learn to build and gain trust in yourself. Together, we will explore what confidence means to you, where to find it, and have fun doing it. It's time to take back your confidence. Hi, everyone. We are continuing with our Passion Creator series, and we are so excited about this episode because we have the beautiful and amazing Danielle Ledesma, who is a creator of all things fabulous. We are going to have her talk a little bit about what she's doing and how she's created these passions and things that she is just definitely making big moves in our community. But before we get started, we're going to go ahead and say what we are grateful for. So I'll go first and then we'll get Danielle to share and then Stephanie will share also. But for me, what I am grateful for today is family. Now, family can be blood. Family can be by marriage. Family can be friends that you considered family. And I have a little bit of all of those things. I, you guys, I know I've shared that I'm separated, but my sisters-in-law are still really, really a huge part of my life. And today I'm very grateful that I was able to spend some quality time with one of them. And I'm so grateful that even though things happen the way they happen, those bonds still remain strong. Danielle? Awesome. Well, of course, I'm grateful to be here with you, beautiful ladies, today uh, and with all of your listeners. So that that should go without saying (laughs) that I'm grateful for that. Um, But uh, I think today, specifically what I'm grateful for is what looked like hard times in my past. Um, Because when we look backwards and we see the growth and we see where we're at now, I'm just so very grateful um, for where I am now uh, without getting too far into what that past is and why I'm grateful. But I'm just really, I'm really happy with what I've had to go through to get to here, to get to this point today. Awesome. And I am grateful for kind of similar to what Christina has said. That was what I was going to talk about is my family. I just, I've, made amazing relationships with my family growing up you know just times were not always easy for my family but we were able to pull through and I'm so grateful for that and for my new family that I've created with um, Julian's family because you know I'm just so blessed to have amazing in-laws and you know sister-in-laws and brother-in-laws like that those are so important because I see it as an important thing for Lorenzo growing up with his families and just having those closeness and being able to see and learn new things from them and knowing that they're always going to be there for him. So excited to get started on this episode. So before we do, like we said, we would like Danielle to share her bio of herself. Tell us all the good things about you and who you are and what you're doing. Awesome. Well, um, so the the basics are I grew up here in San Antonio. I went to high school at Churchill. 
many, many years ago. Um, went to college at UT, um, and then I moved around a little bit. I went to Houston for four or five years. I then took a job in Mexico, um, working in the hotel industry, and moved to Puerto Vallarta for a year or so, um, and then up to Colorado for like six or seven years, and then made my way home here to San Antonio, um, where I'm now living with my husband and our two fur babies. Um, and, uh, through those years in that time, um, like I was saying earlier, you know, just the craziness that you go through in life that feels so crazy at the time turned into some really great learning experiences, some stories. And it, it sort of changed the trajectory. Uh, a major event was that I went through a divorce, um, in Colorado and, it changed the trajectory of where my life was headed. And after that, um, I ended up putting a lot of one of the key points of my story into a novel, um, which is called Izzy and El Mareo. Uh, and that was just published in March this year. So that was a labor of love for many years, but super exciting to see it come to life. And then right around the same time, really uh, in April, I opened a franchise called Diva Dance. Uh, it is now Diva Dance San Antonio, um, where I met you amazing ladies, of course. And so I'm just into month three of operating that. So that brings us up to speed, I think. <laughs> wow, Danielle. I mean, we got to talk and we've met. I knew you were an author. I knew you did that. And we kind of shared a little bit of our lives together and and how we've had to kind of rebuild our confidence, if you will. I did not realize that you lived in Mexico and all that fun <laughs> stuff. And, you know, you guys know, our listeners should know, at least by now, that we love Diva Dance and we love everything that Diva Dance stands for. I think I speak for Stephanie and myself that, you know, you, you come out of there on fire, you guys. You don't have to be an educated dancer. We're not talking about the fundamentals of dance. We're not talking about you know, form and all the logistics of what dance is, if you will. But you come out of there feeling like one fierce ass woman. Like, I'm not afraid to say that. I've shared my videos and we're going to continue to share what Diva Dance is through our podcast and through this interview. So let's get started with question one. Um, Danielle, how do you define confidence? I thought about this in a little bit um, because I had so many different elements, but I think what it comes down to is confidence to me is the space where a person can identify their worth and their value and then have appreciation of it and know how to use it. Wow. That is one great definition because <laughs> it is, it is important to know your worth and your value and of course how to use it because I think that for a long time when you struggle with not having confidence you don't feel worthy of people believing in you you don't feel worthy of you know even your own feelings like I know in my life where I felt like you know inadequate or less than you know I can't move forward but so that was awesome that you said that because I think those those two words worth and value are tremendous, you know, ways to describe confidence. Yes, I agree. I, I think this is a hard one um, to answer because we've been getting different answers for so many people, but it's so important because when you start thinking of the words to describe confidence, you definitely think of what 
confidence is within yourself and what you've experienced. And I love how you said that not only do you need to identify it in those two terms, but you need to appreciate it as well. That's so important. So question two, what did you want to be when you grew up or grow up, however you want to see it? (laughs) Well, um, Funny enough, I the first one I remember was uh, wanting to be a weather girl, <laughs> like storm chaser or something. I don't know the science behind it. Um, just I, it fascinated me when I was younger. Um, and then as I got a little bit older, of course, uh, I was going to be a Janet Jackson backup dancer because who wasn't? <laughs> uh, if that doesn't date me, I guess today's girls probably would say somebody else, but Janet. Um, my girl. But then as I got a little bit older, you know, you start thinking about uh, as you're into your middle school, high school years, really, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my mother uh, is and was, well, was a teacher. She just retired. So yay, mom. And my father was in sales for uh, a huge technology company. Um, and I was thinking about it. What At what point did I think I was going to be that girl in a suit at the front. I I literally had a vision of me at a boardroom table and a bunch of these men sitting around and I was going to stand in front in my suit, like hair in a bun. And they were going to do something that I said they should do. I don't know what it was. (laughs) They were going to do something. And it was interesting because, you know, when you're a kid, you just, you want to gravitate to what's fun. And I was super interested in the weather, but I was super interested in dance and it was super fun. And I think the only reason that I changed that and started to pursue that uh, with my career in hospitality sales and, um, you know, getting contracts signed and, you know, wheeling and dealing, there was an example um, that I saw when I was young and my dad, so this was in, you know, the 90s, uh, late 80s, early 90s, he had a African-American female boss and she was super polished. And I remember her red nails and her red lipstick and her curly hair and her gray suit. And I had this image of her and I didn't realize it at the time, but looking back, I think that right there, just knowing my dad had a female boss that he respected gave me the idea that, oh, I could do that. And that's, that was what I had in my head and pursued um, for a long time in, in my career field. That is awesome. I love I love all the things that you wanted to be because I think it shows like just how different you are growing up and what really affects your life. And I am so with you with the Janet Jackson <laughs> backup dancer. Yes. Janet, it was like my first concert that I ever went to was Janet Jackson. I was 12 years old. And I remember like being on fire after that I don't think my parents knew that like what I was gonna go actually watch at Janet Jackson (laughs) she's a little provocative right for a 12 year old to see but like that's I think that just shows like where your heart is you know at that age because it's like such something that you you just like want and you crave like that at that age and you see the fun in it and so that's awesome but you know, when you talked about the cells and having that image of that woman, that I think shows your strength as a woman entrepreneur and where your heart is driven towards and just having that passion immediately, like you connected with that. And it's so important. And now like learning more about you and seeing like your endeavors, it makes sense, like why you're continuing to go down this path. 
Yeah, I think um, I think all of us don't realize, you know, we we're so busy living our life that it's hard to it's hard to sometimes pull back and understand the example that you're leading, not just for maybe your own family or the people that you work with, but just like other people's children or other people in the community or whoever that person was in line with you at HEB that day, our, our impact is so much greater than we understand and can ever really get a chance to realize that woman, Roz, Rosalind was her name. Roz will never know what impact she had on me. I mean, I would love to find her someday and tell her all the things and thank her. But, um, Anyway, I think that's also one thing that has driven me too is we live our lives um, and and we should um, understand our worth and value because when we do that, we inspire others to see it in themselves. And I just really believe that we have so much power and impact that each one of us is going to leave such a beautiful ripple effect um, and it's, it, you know, sometimes you do get to see, especially if you're like a teacher and they come back later and they're like, I remember when I had you, thank you. You know, some people do get that in some ways, but a lot of us, we probably never will, but it just warms my heart to know that somewhere out there, somebody is going to be impacted by something that I've done or said. And so I hope that each day I, I just ask for the the strength and the grace to remember that little girl that somehow I may reach today in something I do. That's so awesome. Danielle, it sounds like you always wanted to be like a leader in some way. And I feel the same way. Even now with the platforms that we have and that we've been able to take advantage of, there are still people who are influencing Stephanie and I. Like before we started this podcast, like we saw people who were doing some you know, really awesome things in the community. And we're like, we need to plug in and get ourselves going as well. And I mean, people are influential in the least, like the last place you would expect. So people don't realize like the impact that they're having in other people's lives. So it's really awesome that you were able to like pinpoint that too. So we're going to go on to question three. Had you let it, what would have stopped you from pursuing your passion? Oh, well, that's an interesting question because for a while I, I did let something stop me, um, specifically the the book. Um, the novel's not a true story necessarily, but it's based on the time that I spent in Mexico uh, in my mid-20s and, and the impact it had on me. And so I just, I had this book inside of me. You know, I had this story now that I wanted to tell. Um, and what I let stop me for a while was um, somebody else's decisions about what what should be the focus for my life. And I let somebody else direct my steps, so to speak. Um, but once I sort of awoken to that uh, idea and I started learning how to put healthy boundaries in place, then I was able to hear myself um, saying, you know, you got to write this. You just got to do it. I could hear myself again. And I had, I had stifled that voice. And so once I, once I was able to, like I said, put some boundaries there lovingly and kindly, and then to give myself that same love and kindness, that's when I started having the confidence to build the space in my life to achieve the things, to just put pen to paper and start doing it. And, um, you know, it's, 
I, I definitely worried about what people would think. Would they read it? Would they like it? You know, even starting diva dance, is anyone going to come? Are they going to think it's fun or are they going to hate it? You know, and that I think is supernatural um, that we, we consider what other people are th- going to think of us. But I, I kind of go back to that same ideas, you know, when I was writing the book, I, I finally asked myself, why do you want to write this book? Do you want it to be so that you're popular and that a bunch of people want to read it and, you know, that you're an Oprah's book club? Or do you want to write it because you just have this story to get out of your heart? And I answered myself by saying, absolutely. You know, it would be really cool if one person someday picks it up and reads a piece of it and is like, wow, okay, I feel stronger. That would be amazing. And I probably will never get to know that. But just the idea that we all have a story that we tell in our own way. You know, like you said, you're being influenced by other people at other times and ways that could be a similar message you've come across in previous times in your life, but it just, you weren't ready to receive it or the delivery wasn't quite a great fit for you. So then you hear it from someone else and it hits you and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. That meant something now to me, where I'm at now, where my life is now and how that person said it. So I started thinking, you know, why not? Why not just go for it? You know, life is short and you've already been selling yourself short by not doing it. And you want to do this thing, just do it and and know that it's, if it's coming from your heart, there is going to be a benefit somewhere and you don't have to know what it is yet just go for it. That is such a huge commonality. I think that we've, we've come across with this question. And then just, you know, the connections that we've made is that we naturally do want others approval. We naturally want to know, like, is anybody going to listen to us? Is anybody, anybody going to even relate to us or whatever, but we do it's super important to get your story out there because you never know. And I'm so glad that, that you were able to overcome that, you know, thought because it is, it's right. It's like, it's in your, it's your mindset. And it's what, what holds you back a lot is what are people going to think about this or what have you. But you know, the fact that you just went out and did it anyway, like look at the huge impact like Diva Dance has already made with the community of women that we've met and approached. Like it's amazing. So yeah, that's like a huge, that's common. So I don't think like we'll ever meet anybody who didn't care what other people think in us and to a certain degree. You talked about how, you know, somebody else's decisions were made for you or you allowed that to happen. And I think it's so interesting to hear that because not a lot of people can say that's what's stopping them. And it is, and they don't know how to identify it because you know, whoever the person may be, it could be a loved one. It could be a friend that you're close with. It can be somebody that you respect. And at that point, like you're scared, like to break that friendship or that relationship. And they don't know how to put that healthy boundary up because I feel like that's something so big that stops a lot of people from pursuing their goals and their passions and living in their own space and doing what they are meant to do. So I love that you touched base on that because I think that's so important for people to hear that it's, it is something that needs to be identified for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think we, it's hard to put into words. So I'm, you know, grateful that I 
I had a, you know, the event in my life that forced me to really take a hard look inside. Um, and maybe that's the trick is sometimes we're just so busy serving and running and being mom and being all the things like take a minute to, to think about yourself and to be with yourself and to appreciate yourself. So then you can hear yourself again. Yes, I love that. All right, question four. What does your support system look like and how did you find them? Yeah, so I mean, I have a few different ones, I guess, when I think about it. So the the most important now is, of course, my husband, my best friend. He supports and encourages me, um, gives me the time and the space, you know, to do, to pursue the things that I want to or to work on. I mean, just even little things like knowing that, he can't commit us to a big family outing all day on a Saturday because I may need a couple of hours to, you know, do, to do some work, to do some things. Um, and those, that respect that he gives me and, and then I can give him is, is huge. Um, but then the second, the, the, you know, I don't want to say more important, but the network of ladies that I've built, um, one blessing about working in an industry like what I have done in in the hospitality hotel industry is you wind up meeting people all over the place. Um, So some of my best friends, you know, are in North Carolina and New York and Maine and (laughs) Colorado and not even here physically with me, but they are ladies that have given me permission to hurt to have joy. They've celebrated success with me. They've, you know, held my hand, um, you know, metaphorically, but, you know, held my hand and sat next to me. Um, and when I was angry, they would empathize and be angry too. And when I was, you know, making difficult decisions, um, like, you know, when you go through a divorce, um, there was no judgment and there was just love. And so it's not a huge circle and I don't get to see them as much as I'd like to, but uh, they're just a text or an email or phone call away. And it's like nothing has passed. And I think it's really, really important for us women to find those women that we can connect with on a heart and soul level. Um, that you don't have to, you know, do brunch or, you know, have a regular standing girls date. Um, it's so much deeper than that, that six months could go by and I could pick up the phone and say, you know, Tracy, I'm hurting. Can you talk? And she's there, you know, at the drop of a hat. And it's, it's an amazing blessing. Um, Again, going back to what I first said about being grateful is I'm grateful for all of the stuff that didn't seem great at the time. And now I look back and go, oh my gosh, I never would have the things I have or know the people I know. Um, so that is, that is my amazing network of, of, of people that are there through the roller coaster that is life. <laughs> oh yeah, we get that. We get that because I think that's another thing that's becoming more common is that you do need like for different phases of your life and different, you know, parts of your life, if you will, like whatever your story is, that your, your support system looks different at different times. But what I'm seeing a lot more of is the women who let you be who you are, feel the way you feel, validate your feelings, because sometimes you don't even validate your own feelings or, or you feel like somebody has to, but it's important to know that, you know what, I'm going through something and I can count on these people to get me by or I'm doing this business and, you know, my husband supports it a hundred percent because that's so important. I think um, to have your home base on your side, if you will, 
because if you don't, it makes just everything so much more difficult. But I'm so happy that you that you have that community within your house and within your friends. Yes, I. This is probably one of my favorite questions to hear the response of our um, the individuals that we are interviewing. I I am so thrilled to hear what people's support system is like because it really takes a lot to be able to open up with a lot of scary things in your life and to trust is a huge thing. And I may just be speaking about myself, but I feel like in order to live the lives that we live, we need to have true and genuine support systems, you know, whether it's our husbands, our girlfriends, our and I, I think that life would be just so much harder with our struggles and even with our successes. Cause for me, I, I don't want to celebrate successes by myself. Like, and I don't want to go through hard times by myself. And I think that's one thing that I enjoy hearing from our, our individuals that we're interviewing is that they have these people that they have chosen for genuine reasons and they've trusted them with everything going on in their life and that's such a huge thing it reminds me of like when you like fall and like the ball test you know where somebody has to catch you like you have to have a good support to catch you in times of happiness and in times of need yeah and it can be the scariest thing finding those people because like you said you have got to just and be vulnerable and willing to be hurt if it doesn't work out and like any relationship you get into friendship or otherwise um I, I just think um, so many times we're just trying to act like we've got it all together and we're all good. It's all good. Um, and it's scary. But I think what we need to also consider is how brave it is to be vulnerable and expose that um, so that you can give that other person permission to do the same. And then you can have such an amazing connection in a way that, um, you know, you never could have asked for if you had just if you had stayed, you know, protecting yourself. These questions are not always easy, Danielle, and we really, truly appreciate you sharing your heart and, you know, vulnerability, if you will, by putting yourself out there. Um, Something, a message that I heard today was a lot about, you know, being humble and, and letting yourself, like, just be exposed in a sense. But, you know, we always try to ask a fun question. So our last question is close your eyes and imagine that you're a boxer or a fighter and you're getting ready to enter the ring for the biggest you know match of your life they announce your name and you come out to what song oh my gosh um <laughs> i'm sure this song would change like could change from day to day or even hour to hour um so right now i think it would be um it would be beyonce diva from the homecoming album <laughs> that is a definite like good song like I love that song because it talks so much about you know empowerment and and what you're doing and you're a hustler and you're you're making moves you're making shit happen for yourself if you will I'm, I'm sorry but I mean you're just like you have to like if nobody else is looking out for you you are and if that makes us a diva if that makes us you know whatever that's that's you know it is what it is, and you're just going to hustle your way through it. I love that song. It definitely motivates me when I listen to it. 
That is such a great choice. I love it. I love it. I think it just really, when we hear the songs, it, it showcases like the individual that we are interviewing. And I think it just shows so much of who you are and the strength that you have as a woman and the things that you're doing in the community. It just, it's such a strong and powerful song that it's so fitting for you. I could definitely see you like coming out with that song. I love it. Well, Danielle, we are so happy to have you be a part of this interview and our series. We cannot thank you enough for sharing your passion with us and your heart with us and all your truth because we know that we ask some very deep questions that you know we we know that not a lot of people are comfortable talking about, but we love that you are able to do that for our listeners and for us and we are loving being a part of your community and we are going to continue to be a part of your community. So thank you so much for just sharing everything and all the good things with us because we appreciate it. Already have a huge event lined up with Danielle and Diva Dance. And if you look her up because she's going to share where to stalk her in a minute, um, because I mean, come on, you don't, who doesn't want to stalk this awesome woman if you want to take a class with her and you're like shy and unsure call stephanie and i up we will sign up for that class with you ask anyone who has already done it with us we will do it and we have no problem going and getting down at diva dance so danielle please share with us where people can find you on instagram or facebook or wherever you are except for your address we don't want people showing up at your front door asking you for a dance class (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> awesome. Um, absolutely. So um, my personal Instagram is danielledesma.author. Um, but then the Instagram handle for Diva Dance is divadancesatx. Um, and then you can find us uh, to get information. You can either go there and then click on the link in our bio for our schedule and whatnot. But the website is divadancecompany.com. Uh, and then there's all the different locations. You select San Antonio and you'll be able to find everything that we are doing. Um, and then as far as the book goes, I also have a website that is uh, danielledesma.com. So I'm in a lot of places. Y'all find me, (laughs) hit me up uh, on any of those uh, spots. I'd love to chat with you or continue um, just sharing. And that's what I'm so excited about with uh, both my novel and Diva Dances. My hope is to give people uh, that space to see themselves in a different way that is positive and beautiful and just inspire that a little bit at a time with every little class or every page they read of the book to, um, to see the beauty and the power that lies within each of them. And like you said, walk out of there feeling fierce. <laughs> Again, thank you, Danielle, for being on this episode. And you guys, please, please, please look up all the places that you can find Danielle Ledesma. And as always we'd like to remind you to stay positive and keep smiling. Don't forget, the fun continues on Instagram and Facebook. Search Confidence Creators, and if you absolutely love this episode, leave us a review.